What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings, and welcome to this special episode of Gunday Brunch. As you can see, Jack and Keith aren't here. Uh, Jack is doing crimes, and Keith is, I don't know, making sweet love to his bull pups. Who knows what he does in his free time? But today we are joined by my uh, by my special guest, my very special guest and friend, uh, Kenzie Fitzpatrick, uh, also known as Three Gun Kenzie on the internets. So Kenzie, uh, we're going to get into this. We're going to talk about competition shooting because a lot of the episodes that we do are very like uh, self-defense focused or like news focused. And I wanted to talk to somebody about competition shooting because it's more fun than all of that other stuff. Um, not saying that self-defense isn't important, but this is also supposed to be fun. So why don't you give our uh, give our viewers and our listeners a little bit of your background, uh, tell them a little bit about yourself. But before you do that, just want to remind everyone that today's podcast is sponsored by Taurus USA and Guns.com. If you're interested in purchasing reliable firearms at an affordable price, check them out on Guns.com. How good an ab read was that? I'm fucking great at this. Well, we're full send already. Oh, anyway. yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually three gun Kenzie in real life. I just play Kenzie sometimes as an adult when I have to like sign bills. But no, that's my real identity through and through. <laughs> Caleb can testify to that. Um, anyways, yep. So my background, um, I grew up a little bit just kind of duck hunting with my grandfather. I shot a little bit of revolvers for fun with my other grandfather, and my dad's a big gun guy, but um, after that, I kind of had this weird gap where I really didn't shoot guns, wasn't really interested in it until college. Um, don't Google this, but I Googled firearms in Florida State University. And luckily, the algorithms knew that I was not trying to research criminals. Uh, I was actually trying to check out if FSU had a shooting club. Turns out they did. They actually had a skeet and trap club. Um, they had a rifle team and they had a pistol team. So at the time, there was actually the only one that I've ever known of, a female president representing the FSU rifle or pistol club and uh tried out for the team made the team and i think all of us that compete with firearms know how addictive it is so after going out there trying out making the team and uh started shooting i signed up for my very first match which actually was a gssf match that i shot and ro'd for seven years in a row in tallahassee so my home range was a talon range uh where i went to college at fsu and things spiraled so i shot my first three gun in 2017 yeah Caleb, I shot with iron sights on a rifle, okay, a stock Glock, and a two-plugged tube shotgun, so I had, like, five rounds or something ridiculous capacity. Was uh, it a pump gun? No, but Ugh. it was a Stoger. I actually still have that gun, um, and 3000, like, one of the old versions, and I was, like, loading one out of a bag, like, at a time, but you know what? That was, like, when it all set in, so at least I went out, I did it, I tried. I did not make the 400-yard shot with iron sights, believe it or not, just little flip-up sights, that is not possible. Um, uh, it's possible, but you were also me. just not very good at the time. You've gotten uh, a lot better. Thanks. So, yeah, guys, and then life spiraled. I never thought I would end up here. You know, now I'm a published writer in the industry. Um, I represent brands. I shoot professionally and competitively. Um, and then I teach classes as well, host women events on the range. Um, and I'm fully immersed in the industry now. So I don't really know what I do for a living, but it has something to do with guns. Fair enough. Uh, my my wife used to say before I took the job with Taurus that I had seven part-time jobs that added up to a full-time job. And I'm like, yeah, that's that tracks. So, and you mentioned you write. So uh, what are some of the, what are some of the places people can find your byline? Yeah, absolutely. So Athlon Outdoors, which owns Ballistic 
Magazine, PDW, all of those publications, uh, they take good care of me. I'm the face of their Free Gun Friday. Um, but I write for Crossbreed Holsters, Wideners, just a slew of, of places. USPSA Magazine. So if you're Wait, member, stop, you stop, stop. It's Wideners, not Widners? I because if it's wideners <laughs> i've been saying it in my head wrong for like 12 years uh what yeah no because it looks like widners because there's no e after the d to make it wide so that should be a short i sound not a long i sound okay i could be wrong now too and i've been writing for them for so now the doubt has set in that i don't know you're like oh how badly have i been screwing up this whole time that's one of those things like when you see when like you know, you're like reading a book and you've never actually heard the word said out loud. And then you're, you know, somebody says the line out loud and you're like, oh, oh dear, that's been wrong in my brain for a very long time. Very but long anyway, time. <clears throat> I do want to talk about one of the brands that you represent because uh, you were the person who finally convinced me to get on the Hunter's HD Gold trade. Uh, and I had resisted it for such a long time because... I don't know. I resist things when people, when they're popular, basically. Sure. And like everybody, and I mean everybody, was like, oh my God, you have to try the side protection. You have to try the side protection. You have to try the side protection. And finally, I caved in and I was like, all right, I'll try the side protection. And I, and you very kindly got me a pair of the aviators. Uh, and I wore them for about a month and was like, I need another pair because <laughs> I need the aviators for when I'm doing civilian shooting. And I need a pair that I can like, wear in uniform for when I'm doing military stuff. So tell me about hunters. Uh, why are they so good? Like explain, explain it to me. Like I'm four. For sure. Why, for sure. like, why, why do these, so you know, why do these lenses work? Why do they make it easier for me to pick up my front sight and, you know, do all the silly revolver things that I do? Yeah, no, it's funny. You mentioned that. Um, I think a lot of people were kind of on that train and it is really hard not really hard but i think with most products it, this is what it takes is it takes you demoing it or trying it which is why i'm a big proponent of going to events going to matches trying gear trying guns telling people to go try it right before they buy it doesn't matter what it is when the product sells itself too like that's when it's just it, it's it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing um so I met Brian with Hunters HD Gold in 2019. We took an RO class together and then I was ROing a bunch of matches and I similarly did the same thing, Caleb. I tried on a pair of, of velocity frames, but I wore those for this entire day of ROing. Came back and I was like, here is my money. Take my money. These are mine. And Brian's like, no, no, like just keep them, you know, wear them the weekend, whatever. I was like, no, no, these are mine. I need them. Here's my money. Um, so the very first thing that people don't understand about lenses is that the lens itself is made out of Trivex. So Trivex is a better material. It's not polycarbonate, which is what a lot of people are used to. Um, Hunter's HD Gold actually is owned by an optical prescription lab in Alabama. So Pelham, Alabama, they've been in business for about 40 years. So they service uh, ophthalmologists. That explains the, the that explains the invoices where it's like, you know, yeah. I'm like, what did I just, did I buy eye? Cause I, I, I bought a llama patch, which if by the time this comes out, those llama patches are gone, Probably guys, gone. sorry. Yeah. Uh, There's only 10 left right now in this moment. And it's so cool how close those have sold out from like a hundred. We're getting close, but yeah. So the lab really knows our stuff. They do progressive lenses, single vision, bifocals, trifocals. I mean, you name it, we can do mirrored, polarized and all of that, but mm -hmm. HD gold. 
we developed this lens, which has a gold tint to it um, that does actually darken upon sun exposure. And we made this lens for hunters. So what people don't know is that Brian, the owner, Brian Conley owns Triple Forks Hunting in Alabama, where I go hunting. And he was trying to find a lens that, that gave him more light, similar to you know what we know as scopes and that kind of thing, where we're trying to get the most amount of light exposure to get that low light vision. Um, so right. they were... They're, they're anti-reflective coating on the front and the back. They reduce glare. They're more scratch resistant. They do transition. So they change from that like nice golden color to this dark, dark brown. You don't even notice it. There's a medical dye. Okay. We use a medical dye in the lenses itself um, that actually prevents melatonin from being made. It blocks UVA, UVB, all the UV lights that you can name. So they're very healthy for your eyes. You can wear them while typing on a computer. I really recommend them dr while driving in, in rain, in low light. Um, okay. So that's actually like one of the things for me uh, where, where they, they kind of blew me away, like how good they were because I have, I, 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 have, I have gorgeous blue eyes, but they're very sensitive to light. And what the worst driving conditions for me are not super bright sunlight. I could throw on a pair of sunglasses, not dark because I could take my sunglasses off, but that sort of intermediate haze where there's enough light punching through the haze that I'm squinting, but not enough light because then I'll put on my sunglasses and all of a sudden it feels like I'm driving in the middle of the night. Okay. And I had my friggin hunters and i was like oh hang on let me put these oh my god it's so much better i'm like this yeah. is nice it, it it made that experience that i don't particularly enjoy kind of pleasant yeah it's interesting you say that too bless her heart someone that didn't know me offered me to to use like her face shield lens at eight o'clock so this was after the sunset this past weekend at a match and i was shooting long range out to i think the longest target was 585 um and i couldn't see that target it was a blue target and it was in the woods it was it was past sunset i mean sun's gone and i was the last shooter of the whole entire day and the whole match that day but um i was like no like i'm gonna wear my hunter's hg gold and what was interesting to me is i saw the photos from my photographer of me shooting in the dark like not edited right but just like regular light and it looked pitch black to me like it just looked so mm -hmm. dark and then i'm like for me and that's why i wear them so guys if you're wearing these before sunrise or after sunset you get like 30 more minutes that 30 more minutes of light just from these lenses, because that's what they're designed to do. So it's really easy to see your targets, but that contrast and the clarity, it, it's it's a high defi definition view. So that's what I have to say about those, but they are game changers. They're not, <laughs> like, this is not, it's hard to explain if you don't try it, but. Yeah, no, it's like, I hate it with, and I don't hate it, but it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, I resisted and I resisted and I resisted and then I tried them and I was like, son of a gun, these are really good. And they are really good. And I mean, you know, they are good enough that when, you know, for people like me and you where vision is such a critical part of what we do and how we ultimately get paid the ability to not only protect my vision, but also like, it really did feel like I, so for me, you know, and I understand that like I'm the last of a dying breed out here shooting iron sided revolvers and stuff like that. But there are there's lots of people who still shoot iron sided guns. If you shoot an iron sided gun with a contrast sight setup, which is what I like. Right. Like I have, you know, an orange front sight and a uh, and black rear sights on my guns. And the first time I threw my gun up to grab a sight picture with these on, the orange front sight looked like it was glowing. And I'm like, but 
but not glowing in a way that like if you have and again serious shooters will understand what i'm talking about if you have too much light on your fiber optic it turns into like a blob some of the times what these did was i have a metal front sight that i painted orange and i now have all of the hard edges preserved on the front sight because it's made out of metal but that orange blob is like so i'm like wow i can just god aim it it, yeah. it it's it's fucking irritating how good they are because they're also you, really expensive yeah again but the the lenses i couldn't even tell you the cost like i don't want to it's just it's gross how much they cost to make and we start with this giant block um this giant circle and that's what people don't know is that we can't do face shields like one piece eyewear because they are in these circle blocks that we trim down like people don't know this but if you want your Ray-Bans, your Oakleys, your whatever, send them, send them in to us, like the Hunter's HD Gold. We can actually, we like scan it and 3D, not 3D, but like we scan it and we actually can make lenses for your eyewear. So that's why we have two separate ways. Correct. So as long as you have two separate pieces in your frames, what we call them frames, you can send us your frames. And so we can actually make lenses for them. And then okay. your mind's Cause... blown. No, no, no. All right. So, because my favorite sunglasses yeah. are my are, are my Gators Delta, yeah. and I, I love the shape, I love the vibe, and everything. But they're too dark, and I was like, man, these would be great with some Hunter's lenses in it. So I guess and I'm gonna do. send you guys my glasses. And, and you know how some eyewear companies they'll do like your prescription where it's like the stickered lens like inside your lens. Like mm -hmm. that's we can make our lenses with the color with the prescription, and we have done stuff where we frosted one for one side for a shooter. We've done like it's weird but progressives on the top before so they can see the front sight like we we care about shooters so like at hunters hd gold we work with shooters on what they're shooting to make it possible and then real quick if you haven't tried them that'll probably be next on your list is the hunters hd ruby so our ruby lenses are are literally designed for those shotgun clay shooters that do shoot orange clays that stare pretty much into a bright sunlit sky they're for they're for bright light they're not for indoor use or driving or anything like that but if you shoot a red dot whenever you join the 21st century, Caleb, and you shoot a red dot <laughs> or red fiber optic, um, that really pops. And those ruby lenses, I love them more than the gold. If I could wear them 24-7, I would. But I love them both. I've got to say, the uh, running the, uh, the gold lenses with the red dot on my 856 Toro revolver, the dot was popping, too. I was like, oh, man, this, dot, this contrast is fantastic. Um, that was the other thing about hunters that I wanted to talk about that I really appreciate is they genuinely support the shooting sports. I can't think of a major match that I've sponsored recently at Taurus that hunters hasn't also sponsored. And I think that's super cool. And it's neat because, you know, there are a lot of companies out there that don't really, let me, let me phrase that. There are a lot of companies out there that you know, they're, they, they like the shooting sports and all of that, but they're not willing to throw the level, uh, especially the ones that are the size of hunters. Cause it's not yeah. like this is, you know, a 500 man operation, you know, grinding lenses out 24 seven, you know, so the amount of support and product that they've thrown at the shooting sports is really awesome. And so if you guys, if you haven't tried some hunters lenses, I recommend them. I think they're great. Um, and obviously you just heard a 10 minute commercial forum from Kenzie. So that's, that's fantastic. Funny, um, so I know people listening that know the lenses are like, yeah, she's right. And then the ones listening for 10 minutes are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. So, I mean, but it, again, uh, you know, it's, it, they are really good and it's, it's irritating because they're so good. But anyway, guys, uh, moving on, 
So you shoot mostly three gun, right? I would say mostly, Caleb. Like I, I, I want to say mostly. I would love to be like I'm a three gunner. There's like three three gun matches across the country yeah. that one doesn't overlap over a major like event that I have to be at or a trade show, um, or that's even accessible for me to get to without driving for three days. You know, so right. I I do I find three gun extremely pleasurable and fun to shoot and the reason for that truly and i know you've seen my growth the reason for that is because you shoot open so it's not like loading no, your I just shotgun did. i just uh, did for the first time that was my first time ever shooting it and i didn't even i don't have my own open gun yet like it's still being built so no what i was gonna say is like three gun y- you can't just be a good pistol shooter and do well you can't just be a good rifleman and do well like it's <laughs> no well we also know for a fact there's no good pistol shooters left in three guns so oh God, have you seen, this is you see me clean the double texas now. star Oh yeah. No, Did you see no, that? No. Did you see so the running joke. Pistol shots one and hit and got both like on the like very first try. It's that was the other thing is seeing my okay. So I'm not a mainly a three gunner. So let's let's back up here. Um, I shoot all sports. All if you're days. listening to the audio version of this, by the way, I'm being angrily gestured at right now. Like it's I'm like I'm talking to an Italian person. If you follow along, I shot GSSF. I've only shot one IDPA match. That'll be the first, the last, the only. So RIP. No, won't. No, um, won't. You're getting sponsored shoot- by a company that that's involved in IDPA. I know people there. I'm going to make this happen. Okay, and then I, I, I shoot USBSA, obviously. Um, I've shot some, like, outlaw two-gun matches, some CQB matches that were, like, outlaw style. And, yeah, three-gun. And, again, I find three-gun fun. So whatever you want to say about that, sure. But what I was going to say is my pistol skills from USPSA, because I'm a, an AB class or whatever in that world, carries over and translate into, like, a GM-level pistol shooter in three-gun. But it is still extremely difficult, I'll just say. I just lost your audio. So uh, you were saying that your handgun skills from USPSA transfer over really well to three gun, which is true. Like for people who don't know the running joke that I was getting at in uh, is that, you know, a, a good, like an okay pistol shoot, an okay USPSA pistol shooter is uh, super good at uh at at, uh three gun pistol shooting because in most and the reason for that is in most three gun rule sets correct me if i'm wrong all you're required to do with the pistol stuff is hit the target like twice anywhere two on brown yes uh but what's the last two i've done this that's not a joke is what is interesting because people think that i'm a psychopath which i probably am is that where most people are going to a shotgun because it's, you know, boom, boom, sprays off the targets. Like with, we had a Death Star, so that whole Texas Star is actually moving left, right, up and mm-hmm. down. And throws off the balance when you lose a plate. We had double Texas Stars. People went to literally use their shotgun where I pistoled it. And the double Texas Star was probably the best shot of the whole entire match by anybody. And like, I'm not, I mean, that's probably not true. I'll say the very top 10 because I, I think I got 10th on that stage. I don't know. But like people have told me like you're deadly with a pistol. Run your pistol. Or why didn't you run your pistol instead of loading when I had the tube gun in November? I was loading shotgun to shoot this, you know, double Texas star in this array. And they're like, why don't you just pistol it? And they're like, I'm right. You're right. Like, I forget how much better I am with a pistol. So like this whole match, I'm like, I'm going to pistol it. People are like, are you a psychopath? 50 yard 
slug shots where you could slug it with a shotgun. I, my slugs, are, I, I don't know where it's hitting because it's not my gun. I decided to shoot, shoot them twice with a pistol and I, I can make those shots. Like that doesn't scare me, right? So for most people, sh- pistols are weakest and they're just like, I'm going to shotgun it. I'm going to slug it. And I'm like, I'm going to pistol it. And they're like, yeah, you're a psycho. The shotgun spinner, if you saw that video, um, my shotgun malfunction went down. I couldn't get it run with both mags. I dumped it and I spun the spawner with a pistol. Wasn't worried about it. Well, that's the thing too, is like when when all of the money left three gun and three gun almost three gun almost died there for a minute. Um, and you saw a lot of exodus of shooters from the three gun sport. That exodus from three gun into the other shooting sports was responsible for two things, uh, not not whole, solely, but partly responsible for two things. One was the explosion of PCC in yeah. USPSA because all of the really talented, like speedy rifle shooters were not good pistol shooters. They, they weren't, I mean, and they were, let me, let me, I need to sort of caveat this. By the standards of the guy that goes to the range and shoots 50 rounds through, a, a, you know, a 50 round box through his canic every month, they were God tier pistol shooters, right? But by the standards of, you know, an A class, you know, or uh, an A class USPSA, USPSA shooter, they weren't, they were okay, but they were really good carbine shooters. And all of a sudden they came in and you had this explosion of GM level PCC talent into USPSA. Um and then the other one that you saw is the guys that were really good at like the long range, unknown distance stuff that you would see in three gun matches where you'd be like, run up, park your rifle, and you've got a plate at like 300 to 600 yards and you don't really know. A lot of those guys immigrated over to the precision rifle sports and wow. you know are quite happy over there. And I think, seriously, as you said, the armory, it is, it is the most challenging match out there they had targets that's the one that's in my backyard basically right yeah Yeah. well we did clinton house in november and we did griffin group yeah this past weekend i know this podcast come out a little bit later but um we had distances out to 600 yards so each long range stage had 49 550 585 600 yard targets and the, the thing is like this is not easy elements this is not like we did have a weather delay because the lightning literally struck so close, but um, we were shooting in winds that were up to 45 mile per hour gusts. The winds were 25 on Saturday and like 15 to 20 on Sunday. Um, and we had to hold for wind. And again, a 224 caliber bullet is kind of not the ideal precision rifle shooting round. And this is not something where we're shooting always prone off a bipod comfortable. Okay, guys, we're shooting off of cars. We shot off of a helicopter strap. That was that it's, helicopter strap looks pretty cool. It was cool, but it's like these aren't aren't like build your stable position and there's still timeouts. And it's not just that, it's like it's not rifle only. You've got pistol, you've got shotgun, you've got slugs, paper, steel, like you've got all this other stuff to annihilate. Um, and then the 50 yard pistol shots on both ends. So you you're still battling this time element. Um, anyway, so Zeus City's done a really good job with there's rifle spinners, shotgun spinners, pistol spinners, long range rifle. You've got slug targets, and they make explain those... to people who maybe haven't seen one what a spinning target is. Yeah, so uh, if you look up MGM spinner targets, so you're you're on a stick and a platform, but there's two circles of a I guess a, a horizontal vertical lines rectangle. The top plate is like six inches and the bottom eight plate might be eight or 10 inches. So they can set them pretty freaking heavy and they can set them far away. Um, and they have rules about the feet per second that you can use with bird shots. So like if you're shooting 1250 or 1300 feet per second rounds, like those are pretty good. Um, but the key in the sequence is like hitting the top plate, hitting the bottom plate. If you hit 
any one of those at the wrong time, you could actually stop your movement and then make it just look at you like. Believe you me, as someone who has stopped a spinner dead in its tracks with a perfectly poorly timed round of 45 ACP, <laughs> it's it's super. They're they're a fun target to shoot because you do have to have really good timing. And if you're trying to run one with a pistol, you need to have good recoil control too because you need to like as it's going away, you need to get on it with a lot of bullets. So and double tap and all that. And so like that's why I'm saying is something that's set for shotgun is gonna be set for a little bit heavier because you're using birdshot, which is a lot simpler to kind of get it over. So I shot that with 147 grain super ammo and turned it over. And again, you gotta time it. And if you miss or if you hit the stick or whatever that looks like, man, it is painful. And at some point you have to hit the top and the bottom. So they had what called double spinners. So they would have two spinners next to each other on one stage and you had to spin both of them. And in between that, you're wasting time waiting for this, this bottom plate to swing forward or the top plate to swing back. So there's other targets in between. You're moving off of it. You're transitioning back on. So I think that where I'm coming from is that we've seen three gun progress now where it is a PRS series, a precision pistol shooting, a better, you know, where your slugs impact out to hundred yards. Like it's not really a joke anymore. It's really complicated all in one stage. Sometimes all in one stage. Yeah. All, all together guys, we're doing it <laughs> all at once. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, Supervel, that is one of your sponsors as well. And so let's talk about their products a little bit. So for people who don't know uh, and again, there's, Supervel actually has some history. So Supervel was make was originally uh, originally got known in I want to say the seventies for making uh, light for weight, super high velocity, hence Supervel uh, defensive ammo. One of the ones they actually produce a round that is still true to that. They're uh, they make a ninety grain uh, thirty eight special round that's going like I don't know mock Jesus. Um, let me see what the there. website says. How fast is this so going? I've got Wait, that right on. in front of you. If you want to see, I actually keep 30, 1300 feet per second. Yeah. 1300 feet per second from a one seven eight S and W J frame. So J frame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a 90 grade. And what people don't know is that Supervel actually invented the jacketed hollow point and bullet. Um, so they've been around, like you said, forever. Uh, so Mike, Mike Stoker is present now. He's kind of brought it, well, I think, way back to life. Um, Damn, Cameron... I'm on the website and none of that 38 specials available. Good thing I know oh, somebody. Oh. So yeah. anyways, I'll, I'll give you a look at this. This Actually, <laughs> there's, a, there's a podcast appearance fee now, Kenzie, uh, which is that box of ammo needs to come <laughs> to my house. So do you even have a 38 revolver? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have um, two 38s. I have a uh, two rugers but those are for single action anyways and i have my nine mil um they have 115 grain uh it's 1250 feet per second but all of their plus p ammunition you know you you check your manuals but mostly it's safe for your carry guns right, right. um i did a gel testing i have the block somewhere in the vicinity of my arm i'm sure but anyways these the the bullets actually like bloom just like a flower like you've seen people make the little flower vases of the bullet tips or whatever but but mm -hmm. seriously this has some really great stopping power. They do expand on impact. They're absolutely stunning and they're extremely reliable. Um, I've shot these through every single gun that I have. They even have hollow point, like two, two, three Remington bullets. These are 62 grain solid copper hollow points and they're 3000 feet per second. Um, that's what's in my actually duty rifle here thingy, not duty rifle. I call it like the house duty gun. Um, it has all of the things, but yeah. So Supervel has been sponsoring me for the last two years. I found them. 
I think through a friend a couple of years ago and I bought their stuff and the company's absolutely phenomenal. First of all, they have a less than 1% rejection rate on their ammunition. They actually case gauge every single round before it leaves. They have a person on their machines reloading the ammo. So it's once fired brass. That's all that they use, but they, it is still reloaded, right? But each person is actually on their machine and they've got calipers, they've got case gauges, they're checking the powder, they have two powder checks on their machines. So I've been to their facility and I've actually seen their manufacturing process and it is better than factory new. I will say that it is a true statement. Um, their ammunition has been so reliable. I can't even tell you through all of the guns, PCCs, rifles, pistols. It's an, it's insane how how accurate and how reliable this ammunition is. So they're they're into some nerd shit is what you're telling me. Mike's like a super nerd and you want a super nerd. Like uh, You do actually. No, that's true. You do actually want a super nerd to be the one who's making your ammo. I actually 100% agree with that, which is why. Uh, and here's a fun fact, guys. They've also partnered with the uh, Practical Competition Shooting League. And they're now selling the, the they're the vendor for the PCSL K-Zone targets. Side note. I think those PCSLK zone targets are actually one of the best targets out there. If you are interested in training to use your gun for personal protection and you want a target whose A zone better represents where the important bits are on a human being that you might want to put a bullet into, the uh, K zone, the, the PCS League, PC, yeah, the PCS PCSL, League targets. Yeah. 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 I don't know why my brain doesn't want to say PCSL. Every time I see it, I see PCS League. And I'm like, eh, it's the same number of syllables. L and League are the same syllable. So I think these targets are really great. Like I'm actually ordering some because I want to use them for my personal training. Because I feel like if I can shoot all alphas on something like that, shooting alphas on an IDPA target or a USPSA target is going to be considerably easier. Um, all right. So we covered uh, well, Super Hunters. Oh, too. oh, oh, oh. I'll say real quick, they're they're a big proponent of sponsoring matches and events that matter. So like they're supporting mm -hmm. the Gals Day at the Range event. They are supporting Max's events. They're doing Dragon's Cup. So Supervel, and not just that, is Supervel's run by shooters and shooters work at the facility in the factory. So one of their PCC shooters, you know, I shoot with him across the range. He shoots at Nationals. So you're actually... They go on tests with, with competition guns. They make sure that they're running in major manufacturers' guns as well. But I appreciate companies right now that take feedback to a great customer service and are providing something for shooters and giving back. So like, these are the decisions that, you know, help me. All right, Supervel, if you listen to this or, you know, if Kenzie tells you about this, I will send you all of my once fired 38 special brass, which is a lot. If you guys will make me 150, 158 grain load using a Hornady XTP bullet that makes minor power factor. This is what I need. Okay. Like I, I'll send you actually fuck it. I'll send you the bullets. All right. Charge me for the labor and the powder. Okay. I'll get the bullets, send you all the brass. You just assemble it. This is what I need. I need a contract reloader. I need to someone to send all of the things to, they do the science and then they send it back to me because I do not have the attention span to reload. I would be like, pull the lever cronk. And then the next thing, you know, I'm like, over here playing a video game or something like that. And I've created a quadruple charge 38 load. That's going to blow up all my guns. So I, uh, I don't reload because I don't have the level of attention to detail for that. This is right, well, just that... A, a lawn ornament for my gun room. I love, yeah. I love you Dylan, but I'm really bad about trying to reload. <laughs> you're like, Oh, I should go set up, get my reloading press set up and get some work done. And you're like, or I could write it's this article. Up. That's going to pay me there's, $500. There's powder in there. It's set up. There's bullets. Like, 
<laughs> it's literally ready to go. When I was a freelancer, the biggest reason I didn't reload was because my time had a dollar amount associated with it. And if I'm picking spending an hour writing an article that's going to make me $500 or spending on an a hour podcast loading. with Kayla that gets right. to zero, you know. The first off, this has been less than 30 I'm minutes. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh, we're not done. Keep going. We're almost done because I have another guest coming on at three o'clock local okay. time. So, shop. so Kenzie, uh, why don't you let these fine people know uh, where to find you online, uh, where to follow you, uh, you know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, I don't know what you're, what it is, OnlyFans, whatever it is you're doing out there. I'm not Gen Z enough. Okay, guys. So yeah, three gun Kenzie, like the number three gun Kenzie, all one word on Instagram, Facebook, three gun Kenzie.com though. You can check it out. Um, again, I don't know when this comes out, so it might be pretty darn close, but May 13th, if this is before then I have a gal's day at the range event, uh, which is really cool. I'm going to host it every year. So even if not this year, look at next year, this is a one day event that I put on for women, 12 years old, all the way up. Uh, I have 70 plus years old lady come out it's awesome they shoot rifles pistols pcc shotguns i do make them shoot shotguns because i think women need to know how to shoot them they are fun we're gonna blow up tannerite firebird targets we're giving away guns <clears throat> thank you caleb from taurus for sponsoring three tx 22s i'm so excited yeah uh, guns we're giving away these guns, you know, and, and suppressors and optics and all this, but this is a fun, safe learning environment for women. Um, if you know of any women that, you know, don't feel comfortable around firearms or don't want to ask questions towards men, point them in my direction. I'm here to help. That's my, my entire goal. My dream for this life is just to help the next female, um, encourage them to, that they can work in this industry. They can build a life in this industry, uh, show young women that it's possible to keep your clothes on, shoot well have fun. <laughs> um, and I don't know what's next for me. I know this year I'm, I'm pretty excited. If you want to follow along, I'll be shooting PRS as an amateur. So I will be competing in the gap grind, which is a pro-am match in October in Tennessee. Um, nice. But what I do, yep. What I do is not just three gun is I, I push myself to go learn things that are uncomfortable. So for PRS, my goal is to take that learning and learn wind better and understand mirage and all of the things that I don't really know dialing. I don't do that very often. I do holdovers. So when I go back to three gun, I've improved my rifle skills. I understand positions better. So if you're listening to this, you know, and you want to get in competition shooting, I highly recommend going out and just watching a match, asking questions, talk to the people there. And this is how I got roped into cowboy action. I went and watched, I got handed guns and ammo and shot a stage. And then I was competing in Florida state championship and Georgia state and won a belt buckle and life has spiraled. Here's the thing though. There is no excuse for not starting or not getting into it because there's 500 million people I'm sure out there willing to lend you gear, guns. And yes, even right now, even ammo, I, I pay for people's ammo. If they super well, ammo's, ammo's gotten a lot more available too. Uh, yeah. And that's a fact. If you guys want to come learn how to shoot a revolver, uh, I know a guy who has like literally a whole closet full of them and will loan you one to shoot. Um, so anyway, thank you so much, Kenzie. I appreciate you coming on, on, especially on short notice and chatting about the shooting sports and, you know, why three gun is the worst of them. Um, I'm just And you kidding. probably suck at it. And I'm just kidding. No, below mine in practice score. True story. If you shot it. <laughs> I've only shot, I think I've only shot like three, three gun matches and it was like before practice score. So, uh, <laughs> so we can't even look up the true history of Caleb. Yeah. See, this is, this is smart guy, smart guy oh. stuff over here. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Uh, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, please remember to like, share, subscribe, do all those things that, you know, make YouTube happy or don't do those things. Cause I don't really care. I mean, I do. I like it when you listen to the show, but if you want more episodes uh, about competition shooting, please let us know. 
And please continue to suggest uh, episode topics in the comments. Thank you very much.